Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chriselle Counseling's Hope Through the Journey podcast. Life is challenging, and we're here to help by providing hope through your journey of life. We'll help you create the life balance you want and deserve. We're talking about all things mental health and a whole lot more. I'm your host, Alfred Chrishell Jr., and I'm joined, as always, by my sister and fellow licensed professional counselor, Letty Chrishell. How's it going, Let? How are you doing today? I am doing great. It has been a busy couple of months, it let me tell been. you. Lots of things happening. Yeah. As you may recall, I just had a big birthday. Yeah. I turned the big six zero. Happy birthday yes. to you. Yeah, I'm still processing that, actually. It's, it's like, okay, it's it is. It's like, wow, what it's comes awesome. next? So I celebrated in California with family and friends. You were traveling a lot. I was. Then headed to New York. I wasn't done. Headed to New York. Spent some time with our sister, Linda, and her family. Yeah. Uh, and then coming back, getting ready for Thanksgiving, well, the flu came a-knocking, oh. and I missed Thanksgiving. Slept through Thanksgiving. What I remember is that I was in Fort Worth. Yeah. The kids put me in the back of the in the back seat of the car and they drove just me back home and just dropped you off. Dropped me off. Said, See and kept celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> the show but it's okay. The show must go exactly. on. Exactly. But I'm back on track and ready to have a conversation with you about effective communication. Ah, uh, absolutely love. First of all, welcome back, Let. I'm glad Thank you're okay. Glad you everything's fine. It's good to be here. I'm glad you mentioned the topic of communication. I think it's it's so important. I love talking about communication. It's literally one of the first things I address whenever I am meeting with a client or or a couple. It's so important. Maybe it's because I still work on it myself. <laughs> communication and I understand all how important us, it is. Yeah. Whether you're talking to friends or, or colleagues at work or family or, or any relationship for that matter, uh, I've even included a, a communication component in, in my work with adolescents. So it's, um, oh, it's a good old adolescence. Again, yeah. across the board, it doesn't matter how old you are, communication, starting to learn about how to effectively communicate at an earlier age is actually very cool and, and puts you way ahead of the game, right. regardless of who you're working with. It's just too important a topic not to address. So I'm glad we're going to do that today. And effective communication. It's an art. It's a skill, and it's something that we all, present company included, need to work on. Would you agree to that? Constantly. We need to work on it constantly. Yes. It's a matter of practicing what you preach right. for us. You know, we share with our clients these skills and strategies to enable them to have a healthier communication yeah. in their relationships with others. But we need to be practicing those skills ourselves. You know, that way we can say, it works. Right. Try it. It works. Yeah. I've done it. Mm -hmm. I think we all have a general idea of what we think communication is. But like you said earlier, Al, it's an art. And we have to continually practice in order to master that art. Like everything, right? And yes. And there are skills that we need to hone in ourselves in order to participate in effective communication. As, as always, right, we want to talk about what communication is. I'm, I'm Big, big definition guy when it comes to, you to are. things. We, you, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. You love a good definition. I, I do, I yes, do. Yes. But it's important because, especially with communication, when you, you're talking about two people or more. And so right. everyone has to be on the same page. And it starts with, what is communication? When I typically ask that question at the beginning of uh, these mini communication workshops with, uh -huh. with my clients, uh -huh. I'll ask, tell me, what is communication? And many times they'll look at me with this, blank face on like well what do you mean what do you mean what is communication you know what it is you know what it is but i'll ask them to define it for me and i typically <laughs> typically hear things like well it's when you talk to someone and tell them how you feel 
Or I'll hear, uh, it's saying what's on your mind. Or in the case of adolescence, they'll say something like, well, it's communication. You know, you know, so when you talk to someone. You know, Fig- well, figure it out for yourself. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> While some of those answers are correct, they're actually only half right. Communication, if we, if we look it up in the dictionary, it's really the sending and receiving of messages or signals through verbal or nonverbal Ooh, means. I like that. Yeah, it, it, that, in its basic definition, that's what it means. So the sending of the signal is what we know as talking. And just as important part of communication, the second part, the receiving part, which we also know as listening. And listening <laughs> is something that some people have a tough time with. And we know this because I'll hear, he never listens to me. She never listens to me. That's not what I said. That's not what, yeah, <laughs> or that's not what I said. We know that we have both things to work on. If you're a good talker, you just have to work on the listening part. Right. If you're a good listener, you just have to work on the talking part. And both things happen. Yeah. And here's the thing. For the most part, most people have the talking part down. Yeah. We're good talkers. For we, the we, most part. For, for the, the most, most part. part. Yeah, we like yeah. to be heard. I know there are some people who prefer not talking. I'm related to yes. one, but you know there are yes. uh, there are <laughs> there yeah. are people who <laughs> was that me? Oh, wait, no. no, it is okay. not you. Okay. All right. okay. <laughs> it's the listening part that we sometimes forget. You know, as I was preparing for for today's podcast, uh, I am going to talk about one of the people that I, you know, practice effective communication, communication with. Right? She actually started practicing with me. Uh, early on so my <laughs> daughter my daughter yes hannah this is about you hannah. today's story is about you it started i think it started i want to say in middle school but I'm, I'm sure she'll correct me after she hears this if if i'm not right um she would start to talk to me you know tell me about her day tell me whatever the the topic was and she would all of a sudden she would stop and she would say are you listening <laughs> And then, and then the second question that would come, the terrifying question. Yeah. What did I say? <laughs> exactly. If you were listening to exactly. me, tell me what I said. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That was so scary because yeah. I didn't always get the answer right. <laughs> but you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Putting me on the spot, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is that when we want to really listen, we have to make the choice to concentrate on paying attention to what the other person is saying. And the yeah. listening part is where we struggle from time to yeah. time, I think. We have to learn how to be active listeners. Yeah, no, no, I agree 100%. I don't care if you're four years old or 104 years old, that everyone wants to be heard. Whether you're the four-year-old, you know, that's tugging at the uh, mom and dad's, you know, shirt, you know, buy me this, buy me this, buy me this in the, in the store or whatever. Or just mom. Or just mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many times do they have to say mom, 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 whatever uh, before they get our attention right? right? sometimes? And, you know, that's, that's that happens a lot. Again, even if you're on the older side of the spectrum, right? Everybody wants to be heard. So communication again is just so important in the way we talk and, and don't talk and there are so many different ways to communicate both verbally and non-verbally and i know you know this let but when we start to talk to individuals or couples about communication we usually start talking about okay let, let's talk about the different ways that people communicate with one another okay so 
uh-huh. first, and let's just kind of go over this list here. And um, the words, right? We communicate with words, and I will typically tell a client, okay, well, what words do we use when we communicate? The, the dictionary has hundreds of thousands of words in it. And if you want to include the Urban Dictionary, that's more, right? But the fact is that there are a lot of words that we can choose to use. Which words are we choosing to use? Are we choosing to use words that bring the relationship closer together? Or are we choosing to use words that pull the relationship apart? We need to choose our words wisely. Wisely. Yes. But, but, so that's one way in which right. people communicate right. verbally. Another way that we communicate is with our tone of voice so this is that volume control on the stereo or Correct. whatever volume control you have on the phone on the on phone the TV, or tv yeah right. whatever whatever technology device you have volume control right. for but the tone of voice is how loud we are when we talk so on a scale of zero to ten if we're talking at a you know two three four level like we are in this podcast right <laughs> then people will listen or they they'll, they won't have a problem listening, and they'll they'll come to the table, so to speak, to listen. However, it's an equal interaction. It's an equal interaction. Mm-hmm. However, if someone is speaking at an eight, nine, ten, da, 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 you know, the outside voice, when we're inside, <laughs> that's not going to go very well, right? So um, we it, can communicate. It's almost like we think sometimes if we think, oh, let me, let me, they're not understanding me. Let me say it louder. Yeah, let me say yeah, let me say it yep. louder because I need to be heard. Right. <laughs> And, and and they don't, right? Which is not good, but we'll get into that a little bit later in the right. podcast. Another way that people talk, that people communicate with one another is the way we use our voice, our voice inflection. Correct. Right? This is the Correct. way we say the word. And I'll give you an example. If let's say that you're telling me a story and I'm listening and I say to you, really? Well, I mean, that communicates something to you. Like, I'm listening, I'm actively listening. I'm just like, oh, okay. However, if I said, if you told me the same story and I listened and I said, really? Oh, well, there you go. That's 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 got a different that's inflection a, that's to it. That's a fighting tone. And it, that's it, a fight. It, to- that can be interpreted as different right. uh, communication. How about if I said, really? <laughs> there we go. There's another one. Right. It, there's another one and it communicates something different. Even though it's the same word. I think that's a really good example. And it's all about the inflection of words can send the conversation in so many different directions. Correct. Yes. It can get pretty heated quickly. Yes. yes. Just from the inflection. Um, some nonverbal communication is so, so powerful because yeah. it, the body language. Body language. The huge, body language. Huge. The facial expressions. Our faces reveal a lot. They do. I have been told, and I know this to be true about myself years later, my face reveals all. I don't know if you noticed that about me or not. Uh, uh, go right ahead. Sure, it's no, okay. Yeah. I mean, no, you're right. Our faces do reveal a lot about how we're feeling. I, I know that, that I worked on, because again, it's about perception. Mm-hmm. So if I'm talking to someone, it's almost like, you know, I need them to be honest with me, depending on what the conversation is. But yeah. if, it, if it's, you know, what is my face saying to them? Yeah. I may not mean right. for that to come across, but something I'm doing is, is sending yeah. that message. Yeah. And I think where people 
error is when we start assuming that we know how somebody feels based on their facial expressions. And this occurs with, you know, when you're sitting next to somebody and they look really upset and you ask them like, so why are you mad? And they're responding like, what? I'm not mad. Like, well, you look mad. I'm not mad, you know? So we have to be real careful when we make faces that we, that we're communicating the right thing. You know, the other thing with, with the facial expressions and, and the body language, eye contact. Right. The, the eye contact is so important when you're talking to someone, you know, don't be looking down at your phone or, yeah. or yeah. you know, you're obviously not paying attention if you're not making that eye contact. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a face-to-face eye talk that we'll get into a little bit later right, when we talk about right. um, our, different, our different ways to communicate effectively. Nodding your head. Yeah. Nodding your head shows also that you're interested in what the other person is saying or you're, that, you're actively listening. Another way to show listening is through verbal cues. Right. You know, as the other person is speaking, you can say, that makes sense, what you're telling me, or yeah. I understand what you're saying, or even, uh-huh. Right. You know, just to show yes, that active listening. So we have to remember that also it's about showing respect to the other person. It's about respect. Yeah, and good communication. Good. I mean, effective communication. It's once we get it, it's it's not gonna. It doesn't mean that everything is gonna go your way and you're going to get everything you want. And that's not what we're saying at all here. But it does mean that you'll be able to come to the table and have a constructive heartfelt and hopefully productive conversation about, you know, XYZ. And you'll be able to learn more about you and the relationship that you're trying to work on, right? That's true. And we have to remember that we need to be open-minded again in the communication. Uh, Just like we want to be able to express our feelings and our expectations without being interrupted when we're talking, we need to do the same for the other person. And if you can learn to effectively communicate with people around you, it's going to help you so much in, in your personal life with friends, family, uh, intimate relationships, also professional relationships. So don't ever think that working on communication isn't worth it because it absolutely is. It, you know, as humans, we need to be in relationship. Yeah. That's, that's, We're social. that's the whole We're social thing. Beings. We're social beings. We need those connections. So having positive, healthy relationships, you know, it also improves our, our own emotional well-being. So, yes, putting in the work to improve communication is absolutely worth it. Okay, so let's talk about the work. Let's get down to the how-to of effective communication. Well, before we get into that, we need to talk about uh, what we'll call the the assumption of communication, right? We'll call this an assumption. It's a three-pronged approach, and, and it goes like this. First, I have a right as a human being to say what's on my mind, to say what I what I'm feeling. It's my right. Mm-hmm. Second, it's my responsibility to say what's on my mind, what's in my heart, what I'm thinking and feeling to that person. It's it's my responsibility. Why? Because no one can read my mind. And if I don't say it to the person, then they'll never know. And if they never know, then they, ne- have, they never have an opportunity to do something about how I'm feeling or what I need to say. Correct. And you know, it's interesting because as, as you're saying this, I'm thinking about um, another conversation that I had, again, yeah. My daughter, Hannah. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. You know, we talk a lot. Yeah. So we, I know that in certain, you know, relationships that, that you, we have with people, and I was specifically with her, we were having a conversation, you know, something happened and she wanted to express her feelings were yeah, hurt. Sure. And she was talking to me about that and in telling me, you know, I want to say this or I want to, 
you know, so the conversation was, do you really need to say it? Mm. Do you really need to express mm. that? Is it going to strengthen the relationship? Is it going to weaken the relationship? What difference is that going to make? And it was interesting because she did say it'll make a difference for me. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah. And, and it, that is an individual thing because I've been in similar situations where should I say something or should I not? And I have to remember if the the purpose of saying what I want to say, am I trying to say it to to genuinely let the other person know because it's something that's that's impacting the relationship? Or am I trying to say it just to be mean? So I right. think it becomes a it becomes very much an individual thing. My way of looking at it is is this gonna bring me peace? Is is what I'm about to say, do I need to say it? And is it gonna bring bring me peace or is it gonna bring me just more junk, right? More gunk, you know. Right, and and I think you know, getting back to this to this conversation with her, it it would bring her peace. Yeah. Otherwise, it would it would sit. sit it, it would, would fester. Yeah. It would sit there, and yeah. and and we know how that goes. When we don't communicate, things tend to you know just swept sit under there. the rug or yes. fester or whatever. Yes. Well, the next prong of this three pronged approach is I don't have a right to hurt in the way I communicate. Right. Correct. And the way I can hurt in my communication is with my words, with my tone of voice, mm -hmm. with my voice inflection and all the things we talked about earlier. When we are beginning to communicate, we have to have those three things in our mind. It's my right, it's my responsibility, but I can't hurt the person the way I do that. And when both people in the communication know that, then it allows those individuals to come up and meet at the table and be willing to drop your defenses down because exactly because they're telling you it's it's they're telling you because it's their rights their it's their responsibility but they're not going to hurt you in the way they communicate it so that's a really really cool thing. it's a safe space it's it a is safe it provides space. a safe space right. it provides a safe space and when that's provided it allows the communication to become effective it allows the the back and forth and the 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 ideas to come across more effectively than they would if people were just yelling and screaming at each other. So let's start to go over the many skills of effective communication. The first one is communicating face-to-face, face-to-face, eye-to-eye, eye-to-eye. When I communicate face-to-face, eye-to-eye, what I'm saying is this is important to me. I'm going to drop everything I, I'm doing. I'm going to be with you here in the present moment to solve this particular issue. Right. So we're saying eye to eye. So we're not doing this through text. No, no, no. No text, no emails, no right. anything. So much misunderstanding through a text. Absolutely. All caps and all. Yeah. Talk about assumptions. Boy. And you, well, that's not what I said. Well, that's what you wrote, you know, and it's just, it's just a mess. So stop yeah. yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stopping yelling at you, that goes to the next one, which is calming down. Right. right. Calm, calm down. I've got to calm down because nothing comes from yelling and screaming. And, Go you know, ahead. when we talk about calming down, it may not necessarily be that you're angry. It could be just some other emotion, yeah. you know, whether it's uh, hurt feelings or, or yeah. it, that, that's just kind of sitting yeah. there. Yeah, just getting in the way. And, making the, and just making the, the, the voice, the tone of voice just, just go, right. just skyrocket. So what we want to do in that place, in, instead of raising our voice, we want to calm down. And that means I say something like, Okay, to the other person who wants to have the conversation, I say, okay, I know this conversation is important. We have to have it. I know I, I want to have it. We need to. 
But right now, I am fired up. I'm upset. I'm not thinking right. And I don't want to say anything that is going to be hurtful or that I'm going to regret later. So for right now, I just need a couple of minutes to myself to kind of calm myself down and gather I my need thoughts. a timeout. I need, I need to I take need a, a timeout. Time yep. I need my personal timeout, mm-hmm. which is perfectly healthy right. and good. The whole idea of like, well, no, we're not going to, you know, we're not leaving here till we solve this conversation or till we, you know, figure this out. Following the other person out of the room and into yeah. another room. Yeah, no, that's doesn't not work. good. No, doesn't work. Never, never has, never will. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, we want to calm down so that we can think clearly about what it is that we want to say. And we can th- sit down and calm down and breathe, slow our body down physiologically, slow it down, slow our mind down. And then think about those words in the dictionary we talked about right. <laughs> that we want to use to communicate. And so once we th- we're, we're thinking clearly, what do we do then? Liz? Then we think about what we want to say and how we're going to say that. So we're going we're gonna to come back to the conversation and speak clearly. Correct. Right? Once we thought about the words we want to say, we're going to speak clearly and say what we want to say because it's our right it's our responsibility, but we're not going to hurt the person in the way we communicate it. Let's not forget that. So once we finish speaking clearly and saying what we need to say, then we do that ex- that, that second part of communication, which is listening. listening right? We go from speaking to being the listener, listening. the active listener. And we're just listening. And when we listen, we do nothing. Absolutely nothing. We stop. We give our eye contact and we just listen to the other person. We don't do, yeah, but what about that time? That, and what about the, and Inter- we, interruption, been, right, interruption? The interruption. We good. don't do that. And the other thing that we don't do, which my, you know, I, has happened with me before, I think people can relate to it. You're sitting there and the other person is talking, they're communicating with you, but what are you doing? You're thinking about, what your response is going to be. Well, this is what I'm going to say when, when she or he stopped talking. Well, no, you're right. not really listening yeah. then. Yeah. You're already, you're getting ahead of yourself. So again, it's the active listening, right. which like you said, is like, that's what you're doing. You're, you're sitting there and the active listening is, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I understand. Which leads to the next little mini step. Which is clarifying, clarifying, clarifying what, you heard. It's about reflecting what the other person said back to them. For example, so what I'm hearing you say yeah. is that you're frustrated yeah. because whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, whatever yeah. the emotion is. So you're saying this, right? So you're saying, you know, X, Y, Z. And allow them to confirm or deny or, 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 or deny that, right? It's like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm saying this. And then, exactly. and then, oh, so you're saying this. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It sounds like a lot of work. It, it is. is. <laughs> it is a lot of work. And people will say like, oh, it sounds like a lot of work. I don't want to do that. If you don't do it, you're going to get into situations where you're like, okay, yeah, 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 I hear you. And then later on, the conversation is like, oh, yeah, well, like you told me the other day, you know, this and this and this. No, I didn't say that. Yes, you did. You told me that the other day. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. And it just gets, you know, into a bigger escalation. It does. It spirals. You spiral. spiral. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that I'm clarifying what I hear. And then once I clarify what I hear, the next thing. The next thing we talk about is compromising. Compromising. Mm Mm-hmm. It's that sacrifice of each other in the conversation to give, give right? right. To, to give in a little bit, right? Because we can't have our way all the time. 
we, we need to sacrifice for the other. Correct. Especially if we want it to be a healthy relationship. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not about no one person has control in right. a relationship. Right. No, that, that's they shouldn't. No, I like to say if, if, if one person wants control, the other person wants control, then that's called single. <laughs> you want to do what you want to do? You want to do what you want to do? Okay. Do, you know, knock yourself out. You're on your own. But if you're, but if you're in a relationship, then there is a, you know, you do have to sacrifice. So, And then the last, I think the, no, there are a couple more here. Uh, we've got. The length of the conversation. Length of conversation. So here we're talking about um, how long should we talk about something, right? Because sometimes conversations can last forever. They can just go on and on and on and on and people will shut out, you know, they'll, they'll block it and stop, stop listening or stop talking. Well, and the thing is, sorry that I interrupted you no. there, but the, the thing is it goes on and on because we aren't really using those skills effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what happens. There's a breakdown in the communication. And so, tw- so 20 minutes, you know, typically uh, evidence, you know, evidence-based 20 minutes conversation is enough for each individual to say what they need to say, listen, compromise, clarify, and all those things. After 20 minutes... And I, t- I tell people just, you know, set a timer, 20 minutes, put 20 minutes on the clock, you know, <laughs> and, and set the timer and just, you know, it helps so that you keep on track so that you're, you're not deviating from the conversation into other things. But you're talking about whatever that incident was that you needed to resolve the conflict re- uh, resolution. And then when 20 minutes is up, you stop. And if you haven't resolved it, you don't keep going. You just stop. You stop. And you say, OK, well, you know, our time is up. Let's come back tomorrow mm-hmm. and finish it. Because that gives each each person a chance to think about what was said in the conversation and maybe think, well, you know, maybe I'll be able to compromise a little bit more right. or think about it differently. So it's a very healthy and effective way to uh, I to, will to say that this especially works. So we're talking about all relationships, but specifically yeah. when you're doing this, we all know, you know, those of us that have children, teenagers, even, you know, it can get heated when you're having to have difficult conversations. So... 20 minutes or just yeah. knowing, look, we're going to talk. We're going to talk for this amount of time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Let's hear each other out. Yeah. And yeah. also with partners, yeah. you know. Uh, the last uh, little piece here on our mini skills is what to communicate, right? Which s- right. simply means that if someone brings it up, it should be important for the other person to listen to. They're not going to bring up anything that's that's not worth discussing. So that's really what that means. And if we do all these nine nine of these mini skills um we will be well on our way to begin to effectively communicate Uh, but like we talked about earlier it takes practice it takes practice to get better at it but it's worth it It, 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 again it's something that's just foundational to any relationship right are we going to make mistakes sure because what happens we tend to go back into what we are used to doing or how we're used to communicating. And that may not be as effective as it needs to be. So with these steps, look at it. Look at all these different skills that we've talked about today. What are you doing already? Because some of these steps we're already doing. doing. There's just some that need to be tweaked. Mm -hmm. But I'll I'll ask couples, what's what's the one thing that, that needs to get worked on here by either person and a lot of times i'll hear if one or the other would just calm down or learn to calm down we'd be able to communicate for some people it's the listening part you know if they would listen more instead of speaking all the time then the communication would be better so it really is self-analysis right Mm -hmm. look at your own 
communication style or like like you said these check check yourself on these mini skills which ones do i do well which ones do i need to work on and then work on them and just watch how it impacts your communication you'd be surprised let it man communication what a topic you know i i feel like i'm not done i feel like we could go on and on and on with <laughs> communication probably, we probably could so many stories yeah yeah that you won't let me share but, but that's okay. gonna be <laughs> we're gonna have to save that one for another day because we we got to go. We need to get that's, special permission. That's going to be it for another one, another <laughs> podcast, lad. As always, thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. If you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button. And it'd be very cool if you would do us a favor and share it with your friends, too. Don't forget, if you'd like to subscribe to our blog and other extras, you can subscribe on our website, www.chriselcounseling.com. That's C-R-I-X-E-L-L counseling.com. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, make sure to let us know. Also, check out our Instagram at uh, mine is chriselljr.alfred. What's your handle at? Mine is Anna Chriselle. That is A-N-A-C-R-I-X-E-L-L. If you haven't started following us yet, please, please go follow us right now. Before we leave you, though, we'd like to take a moment to thank you, our listeners, for your continued support and feedback. Absolutely. Please keep coming back. For more, you never know what you're going to oh, hear. Oh, you never know. I never know. So we're working on the next one already. All right. As always, it's been a joy working with you today. Thank you for sharing a little bit of you on the podcast. Uh, and uh, life is a journey, everybody. Remember, yes, thank is. you again for allowing us to share a little piece of our life with you. Remember, you're not alone. We are in this together. We got this. Talk soon, everyone. Bye. Bye.